when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Have you ever watched the Apple TV series, The Morning Show? There was a scene where Yanko, the weatherman, was getting drunk in a bar and blurted out to strangers about why they call a weather pattern El Nino. El Nino originated in Peru and Ecuador, where it was used to refer to warm ocean current that appears around Christmas time. That story includes anchovies, birds, and fishermen. It's like the butterfly effect where something happens that has nothing to do with us, but totally affects our world. The concept of the butterfly effect is used in meteorology, physics, social sciences to explain the inherent unpredictability of complex systems. We live in a complex world of chaos. The difference is, today, the amount and speed of data we have access to and consume in the form of audio, video, text, and voice can be overwhelming. Most of us tend to self-sanitize by consuming stories and narratives that affirm our worldview and values. That leads to compartmentalized communication. So what can we do? We can start by listening to understand and meet people who agree and disagree with our worldview. We need to invest in getting to know and relate to people in a more analog form. Digital Relationships Digital is fast and portable. It's computers, ones and zeros that travel through wires and through the air. It's capturable, repeatable, and transactional. It's the space where artificial intelligence lives and thrives. If you think about it, digital relationships started in the 1990s. Email was coming of age, Palm Pilots and Blackberries were everywhere, and websites were starting to pop up for large and small businesses. In 2020, the pandemic started the Zoom meeting revolution. We went from three-dimensional beings to 2D avatars. I've been using GoToMeeting for years to save time and money by not having to travel to business meetings. Digital relationships also include the collection and use of data. We use data to try to segment and compartmentalize groups of people. Although this data is useful and helpful, it lacks the intimacy of a one-on-one relationship and personal interaction. Analog relationships. Analog is local and requires a wire to connect two points where information is shared. Generally, it requires a separate wire for audio, video, data, and more. What's not seen is the electronics that are needed to convert the electrical currents into magic. The magnetic head reads tape or a needle that reads a physical groove. The iPhone made certain technologies, both analog and digital, cost more 
and ultimately become obsolete. Our homes, entertainment, and relationships have become less connected and independent and more interdependent on wireless transfer of data. Analog connections are always one point to another through a specific wire designed to optimize the transfer of a specific information channel. When the internet goes down, almost everything stops working. With analog connections, you can still watch, listen, and engage. Do you remember AT&T's commercial that asked, reach out and touch someone? In today's society, there's an aversion to physical touch. There may be some scripted exceptions, especially in sports and business, like the high five, the handshake, the shoulder tap, the chest bump, and the occasional platonic hug. There are certain subtleties that get lost in digital communications. Now, you may feel like meeting via Zoom is better or replaces the need to meet in physical locations, but there's a difference. It's harder to read someone's eyes and body language via a computer camera and a screen combination. It's also an investment from both parties to meet face-to-face. Additionally, it's hard to read subtleties like humor, sarcasm, sincerity, and trust when you solely rely on text, email, and other one-way digital communication. Phone calls give us some additional information like pitch, inflections, pauses, ums, ahs, and they add additional information to help us process what's really being communicated. In-person meetings add facial expressions, body language, and more to the picture. Add to that a handshake or a hug, and we have the core of what makes us human. Now, there's no turning back. Digital communications are here to stay. And just like we've seen a resurgence in vinyl record stores and discs, there's a time and a place and desire for a mix of analog and digital business communications. Some of the bias and comfort is generational. I'm sure you've seen sales teams that range from Gen Z to boomers. Younger generations have grown up only knowing digital technologies, while boomers started out 100% analog. Gen Z through millennials are much more comfortable with text, social media, and digital technologies to build and maintain relationships. Gen X through baby boomers tend to lean towards more analog methods of connecting. I believe that knowing that a divide exists means that you have to embrace strengths and train for weaknesses. I also suggest you'll want to try to build separate systems to create awareness in your people of their strengths and weaknesses and help them see the benefits of homogenous communication methods. It may be a good idea to have your teams mentor each other. Have your digital communicators show the analog ones the ins and outs and benefits of digital communication tactics. Have your analog communicators bring the digital ones to in-person meetings and networking opportunities. Get them both to discuss the subtleties of what happened after the communication is shared 
and how they can integrate analog and digital communication styles to improve relationships with your customers, staff, and more. So I want to leave you with a closing thought. Being a chief relationship optimizer, I embrace technology and its repeatable and time-saving benefits. I also embrace the power of sitting down for a coffee, meeting for a meal, or attending networking events and conferences to enhance interpersonal relationships. I believe that like the El Nino or the butterfly effect, each small interaction creates a wave that ultimately affects the world in ways that may not seem connected, especially the ones that are connected with wire. It all adds or subtracts from your ultimate sales and business success. So finally, let me leave you with a quote from Omar Ahmed. And I think this quote really drives it home. We live in a digital world, but we're fairly analog creatures. So how are you going to combine digital and analog communications in your business? Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>